What is going on, family, friends, everybody of the Piskin panel? We're back today, and uh, I'm super excited. Man, oh man, was there some craziness popping off. Like a, the previous episode stated, you know, off-season's here, off-season's back, and it's exciting news. But before we start off into the episode today, I just want to welcome all of our fans back. We truly do appreciate you guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Pigskin panel. Uh, before we start off here, I just don't want to say, you know, follow us on Instagram if you haven't already, Twitter, um, subscribe to our YouTube channel to catch up on some more information on when the Pigskin panel drops those new episodes. We're going to be streaming live every Tuesday at 8 o'clock p.m. to give you the most about the free agency, trade, rumors, regular season, fantasy, and everything else related to the NFL. But today, guys, we have the off season here. For those that are just joining us for the first time, we are the Pigskin Panel. I, myself, my name is AJ Lavender. And as you see right here, it says AJ at AJ Lavender. That is my Instagram handle. Go follow me there. To my right here, we have my man, Joel Braga, Braggs 35 As you can see, he is hailing from the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins fins up. As you see, we're rocking our jerseys today because, like I said, there, there are some big things that's popping off. On my bottom right-hand corner, we have my man, Cody McGuire. He's repping the Pigskin panel handle there. Again, if you want to follow us at the Pigskin panel. He's a flock game. If you can see him right behind Cody, move your head for a little oh, bit to show oh the fans man. what's up. Boom, there it is. The flock gang there, Bird gang. Wow, this is difficult. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and then directly below me, we have my man, Mikey Sharp, at Mike Sharp 11 And he is America's team, the Cowboys. As you sometimes you hear Braga in the other episodes do one of these boo. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But uh, but yep, again, guys, for for all the fans that's been sharing <laughs> us like this on Facebook and uh, you know just spreading the love, we truly do appreciate you guys. And uh, you know, for just a podcast starting off, it, it's just been an incredible feedback. So keep on sharing us, keep on you know telling your friends about us. And if you're football fans, you definitely want to tune in. Um, this is pure authentic, uh, uncut. Our gut reactions to things. We're not professionals. We're just fans of football. And, you know, it's the one of the best things is having being buddies, talking about football as we always do. So to kick it off, we have some crazy, <laughs> just unheard of things coming out of Boston. Bill Belichick is spending some money. I don't know yeah. if it's this uh, some heartbreak from TV winning the Super Bowl and TV saying Belichick, uh, this is what I do. I win Super Bowls with or without you. But um, <laughs> Belichick has just gone on a rampage tear on this free agency. And, you know, we don't see the Patriots act like this. Uh, so it's definitely a brand new. But it has the whole NFL community excited. But, man, I just want to get everybody's gut reaction on this because I know my, my phone's been blowing up and I've been in awe about all the moves they're making. But, you know, we'll get a start off my man Joel, man. What, what, what do you think about, you know, the things that the Patriots are spending <laughs> in – on the players they're spending it on. Well, you don't see this very often from from the Patriots. You know, the most that I've seen them really go at it is uh, Stefan Gilmore, Darrell Revis. Other than that, they haven't really spent too much money in uh, in free agency. Um, first off, they addressed their tight end situation, which they've needed for last couple of uh, seasons. Well, ever since Gronk uh, retired and left. Big um, moves at tight end. Big moves big. at tight end. Uh, just for a quick stat, uh, Patriots had 65 catches from tight ends in the NFL last year. 
65. That, that is rough. 673 Whoa. yards. That's yeah. rough from all their tight ends. Targets, from all their tight ends. From all their tight ends. I'm looking at the numbers here. Targets, 87. Um, TDs only had three t- uh, TDs from their tight end situation. And uh, here comes Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry. Um, mind you, we, we've been talking about this a little bit. Jonu Smith hasn't really done too much receiving-wise in, in the NFL. Um, I think we talked about it. The most he ever had was uh, 450-something yards. But we all know Gianu Smith is one of the best blocking tight ends in football. We all know Gianu Smith is an absolute beast in the red zone. He can carry the ball. He can catch the ball. Whatever it is, it it, it does not matter. It does not matter. Twelve and, then, and a half, though. Twelve and a half per. Twelve and a half. That's, that's steep. Yeah, and Henry's at twelve something too. So yeah. they're willing to pay for the tight end position, which is something that Bill Belichick has made his bread and butter off of the Cam, Cam summer. needs it too. We're, we're, we're feeling we're feeling some Hernandez Gronk vibes, man. That the yeah. when I seen that, I'm like, oh boy, that that one two combo is gonna come in huge. And the one thing I I I think about it, Joel, is if you really think about to Cam's MVP years, you know, it was that one two connection with him and Olsen, right? So and with Cam being a uh, you know a running type of quarterback, having the most touchdowns. Uh, for a quarterback, for rushing, you know, having someone like Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry, arguably, you know, one of the better ends of, uh, you know, blocking tight ends. Yeah, Cam is going to be deadly next year, man. And, you know, running with the RPO now, too, because uh, who, who who did they just sign at running back? Or looking to sign at running back? Was it Chris Carson, Cody? There, uh, yeah, oh, there was yeah. reports about it. I don't know if it's going to happen. There, but. there was reports about uh, Leonard Fournette also. Yeah, and same with James White going the other way to uh, Tampa Bay. That's right. The nice thing about Smith and Henry is uh, they they got a pretty rich payday. But you look at the pedigree of guys they've learned behind, like he's coming from Delaney Walker and Smith, um, Antonio Gates with Hunter Henry, right? So these guys have learned from some of the best tight ends to ever play at the NFL. So um, that's one thing to keep in mind with these signings. I think they're both going to do pretty good. And Cam like Cam needs tight ends. Like his arm's not the way it was. He needs that check down. He needs those, you know, quick crosses, routes and stuff. So I mean, I get it. Like tight end is a big need for the Patriots, but I don't know. I can't wrap my hand, head around 12 and a half for Janu Smith. I think he's awesome, but I don't unless he's going to start producing at a high level like 800 yards a year, like 750 yards a year. That's a steep price to pay. I think the nice thing about having both of them is you're happy that they're both competent on both sides of the ball. They can uh, both block very well and they can both receive quite well too. So yeah, that's another good thing. Not every yeah. tight end can block at an elite level and both of them can. So. Yeah. And the one I mean, thing, the one thing I've seen about it too is, uh, you know, that red zone man with John, John Smith, you know, he's a deadly pass catcher in the red zone. Big body can catch his radius is ridiculous. Right. So yeah. I, 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 man, I'm just if you know if I'm you, Joel. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of edgy now in, in the in the division. There's definitely no question about that. I, as soon as I seen them, as soon as I seen them get Smith, I was like, okay, you know that that hurts big time, but I can deal with that. As soon as I seen them get Hunter Henry, I was like, oh <laughs> no, 
Oh no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is, is, is that TikTok? Oh no. Oh, oh no. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, we're in all kinds of trouble. Dolphins Dolphins uh just got McKinney, but yet again, he's not a coverage linebacker. Uh Jerome Baker sometimes struggles in in coverage. The Dolphins don't really have anybody at linebacker who can cover a tight end right now. I'm especially somebody as athletic as Hunter Henry. I'm very, very nervous about that. I think that was very smart on Bill Belichick's part. I mean, they had 69 or 70 million to spend in free agency. Why not? Why not do the go back to the two tight end set system and absolutely destroy teams uh, over the middle of the field? I, I, also, hope, I hope we do it. I find honest, it kind I'm of a fan in Aqua Bomb, but yeah, I just find it kind of interesting because they went double tight end of the draft last year and it obviously seems like they're just like well we missed on both these guys so we're just gonna go out and sign two of them instead <laughs> we're, yeah. we're, we're gonna sign the the pff's t- two top 10 uh tight ends in the league yeah <laughs> for all yeah for all the praise that they're getting for their free agency and they did make a lot of good additions but like you can see some errors in their drafting in, a lot, in recent years they take yeah. a wide receiver in the first round they just signed what two three guys probably overpaid for every single one of them um, and, then, and then they go and get two premier tight ends when they've just drafted two tight ends like uh, sharp just said so yeah. definitely something it's not all positives um but and speaking about wide receivers what is your guys takes the one wide receiver I love, Kendrick Bourne. I, I you know, I, I love Bourne. He's a great piece, but man, the one I was this doing what Joel is doing right now, head scratching, is Nelson Aguilar. I've yeah. I've never had any praise for Aguilar. Um, I know if you guys follow YouTube, you know, EDP, uh, he <laughs> hates <laughs> absolutely hates Nelson Aguilar. It's just a guy like he's so inconsistent. A guy talking about butterfingers, like it'll be one of those. He can have one of those games where he can roast one fifty yards on you with like three teeters, and then do nothing the regular season. Like he, I don't know what his problem was with catching or anything. Is just he's just so damn inconsistent. I just don't understand it. Credit to him, he did have a good season last year. But yeah, it's yeah, it's crazy that they paid. Before up. before we get into it though, we have breaking news. Uh, we have Brandon Delima letting us know that Emmanuel Sanders just signed with the Bills, and really? that is that's I like that. Is he to replace like, John Brown? One thing you can say. Oh, yeah, I guess. One thing you can say about the Bills now at wide receiver is they got Diggs, who's a fantastic route runner, and so is Emmanuel Sanders. So can we, yeah. and no, can we can we can we just give praise on man Cole Beasley? Absolutely balled out this season. Yeah, yeah. he sure did actually. Me, I love him up in free agency. <laughs> yeah, well, I was always a Beasley fan, but the price that he got, Dallas couldn't afford. So going to Bills, he's done nothing but good things there. So it's good for him. Mm-hmm, definitely. But going back to Aguilar, man, well, what is your gut check reaction, Sharp? I I don't know why, like, out of all the receivers, you go after him. Like, I, I don't get it. He had one, like, a decently good year, nothing else. Like, every year with the Eagles, he was complete trash. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. It's Belichick, maybe he sees something. I, I, I don't know. I, it's I'm just dumbfounded to be honest. 
for 13 million a year too because what he got two year 26 right yeah, yeah. two year like, 26 what are the like, guarantees on that deal like how in much what money world is he worth 13 a year like in what world yeah like i just i oh man Ugh. like for me i'd rather shut out a little bit and maybe get a will fuller kind of thing you know if you're looking for that guy that could take off the top sure yeah. you take his injuries but you know Let's just say he, he works out for a little bit. He's going to give you more production than what a Nelson Aguilar would be. Now, again, this podcast might bite me in the ass, and uh, all of a sudden Nelson <laughs> Aguilar has like a 1,500-yard season or something, but I just I don't see it. So. I don't see yeah, it. I don't think so. When you think about it, would you rather have two years at 26 for Nelson Aguilar or would you rather have two years at 14 and a half for Marvin Jones Jr., who is easily – who is proven in this league to be successful, who has <laughs> proven that he can get touchdowns, who has proven that he can be an option in the red zone. I don't see Nelson Aguilar being a red zone, a huge red zone option. Like he's more of a catch it and go kind of guy. Yeah. And like, is Cam going to find him? Like Aguilar has trouble getting open. So, you know, Cam's not going to throw him open. So I don't really see what, what's going to happen here. Yeah. That wide receiver room there in New England is pretty, uh, pretty full at the moment. And none of them are elite talents. Mm-hmm. No. None of them are number ones. No. No. Unless Nikhil Harry somehow just, <laughs> just shows just, up or something. They're talking, about, they're talking about finding a trade destination for him. So No I doubt. I don't even know about that. <laughs> wow, I, I just don't understand it. And then, you know, going from there, you know, again, what, you know, the only thing that I, I, the Patriots might really like about this, you know, there's always questions about Hightower and Chung not coming back from it. And, you know, Belichick showing this is really putting them back where, you know, if they had them come back, you have Stephon Gilmore and all those boys, man, you know, JC Jackson now coming. And, you know, they, they look like a complete, like a complete squad with this. Right. So, um, and then Harris has a running back. And then, like I said, if they do end up pulling the trick on Chris Carson too, they're, they're going to be, they're going to be tough. They're, they're going to be tough. They're going to be that old Patriot way that everybody hates. And it's just going to be. One of those things. The, the NFL thought we got away, got away from the Patriots, but they just come back the year yeah. after. <laughs> we'll see if they all work out. We'll see if they yeah. all work out first. But one hundred percent, looks like they got better. Yeah, definitely. And you know, you know, Belichick being the tutelage that he is, man, he might he might be able to work out his magic again. But I guess we will just have to see on that. But yeah, that that gut reaction for me, I was just when I seen when I seen the tight ends, I'm like, whoa. And then when I saw the wide yeah. receivers, I was like, huh. <laughs> before we before we get off the uh, pats let's also not forget that they could trade up and draft a quarterback too in the draft yeah. right? it, it kind of seems, like, seems like they're going that way eh? kind of for yeah. sure i mean i mean they paid cam but that doesn't really necessarily mean anything just for only year. one year only one year deal yep yeah the sean watson trade here he goes coming in so <laughs> yeah. it's gonna be mac jones Mac Jones makes too much sense. He yeah. just he literally just looks like a patriot. You know what I mean? Just accurate, doesn't make mistakes. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? Not ran to from ran from Nick Saban, who's Belichick College. Like it, it literally just seems like the perfect flow transition. You know, it's the yeah. curse of the NFL for us, for anybody that's NFL fans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's just, it's really weird. It's really weird for Bill to chuck money around like this. But you know, a four year four year twenty four million dollar deal for Jalen Mills. I seen him get yeah. roasted multiple times. Devonte <laughs> Parker, Devonte Parker is an 
average, a little, a little bit better than average wide receiver in this league. Um, can't stay healthy. His numbers are okay. But, I mean, he, used, he, he, he put up two touchdowns and like 100 and some odd yards on Jalen Mills when the Dolphins played the Eagles two years ago. Yeah. Now, he'll be more of the nickel, wouldn't he, now? They're saying it, there? it could be a safety. That like I, I don't know what they're gonna do. Like they got yeah. um, McCordy and Chung coming back. Well, McCordy was there, but Chung coming back. I don't know if he's gonna play safety. Like yeah, I, Gilmore will be definitely on the X. So then you have Jake who would be on the Y. So uh, if they I, don't if they don't move Gilmore, they might. It wouldn't surprise me if they moved Gilmore at some point. And he's only got nine million guaranteed. So that tells you right off the bat what they think of him. <laughs> like, to be completely fair i mean yeah i don't think anyone thinks i mean we'll sign you but like i don't know if we really want you yeah yeah but here you go you're cool but like <laughs> you're not cool you're not, you're not that cool <laughs> i mean we'll give you a high five in the locker room but that's about it yeah. <laughs> and then speaking of uh you know former patriots now uh, let's go down to the AFC West where, uh, the chiefs signed Joe Thune and this one, you know, we have a, we have our own group chat going on. And this one, I think everybody was question marks, huh? What, what the, the hell? hell is going on here? Like, <laughs> like you shed, hey. you shed cap at your tackles to just bulk up a massive cap hit again. in one guy, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> and not and not only that, like for me, it's uh, no. I'm happy about it. I, right yeah. now, with the AFC West, what everybody's doing with their offensive lines, I am thrilled. You know, because uh, <laughs> who's back? Uh, little Von Millie's back. Uh, but you know, seeing KC get rid of their two star tackles that we seen without them in the in the in the Super Bowl, what happens? They can still then they play. Release then they release Reader, who is their Pro Bowl center and who has that connection with Mahomes, to go ahead and sign a guard, like yeah. a very good guard. Let's not a very good wrong. guard, but, but what? Uh, <laughs> so what are you doing at tackle? You just gonna go with bottom feeder tackles? Try to draft tackles? Like I I don't know what the hell is going on here. I said like, this to you guys already, but I'm gonna throw out the idea of Orlando Brown one year rental. I think it makes yeah, sense for them. I it, mean, it does make sense, but I mean, if they don't, if they don't do that, because I mean, it's going to be a one-year rental. Do you want to give up a first-round pick, even though it's late? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think yeah. I, I think they're, I think they're still built to. A, they've been to two straight Super Bowls, so I mean, yeah. to trade for a franchise tackle, even for one year, you could easily go to a third and and then win. The reason why they lost that Super Bowl is because Mahomes was running for his life the entire game. He was playing ultimate frisbee. Uh, sidearming <laughs> it, throwing it, uh, had no chance of ever playing well in that game. So I don't know. Yeah, they, they have to do something. Like, they, obviously, they have a plan. I'm assuming, like you have to. But at this point, I don't really know what the hell's going on. I mean, I could eat my words later if they just make some massive move somehow. But I, I don't think they have any cap space, so I don't know what the hell they're gonna do. Yeah, I yeah. think I think Andy Reid's going with the four man O line with with an added wide receiver. I think. <laughs> oh, you have to the, the way they're the way he's jealousy as an O lineman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I like, wonder if uh, like can they afford Trent Williams? Obviously, it sounds ridiculous, but like, is there something they can do to somehow? But, but that's what I mean. Like, him? 
Trent Williams is going to be like what ten to twelve? Like that's what Fisher and Swartz was making. So what the hell is the point of cutting him if you're just going to do that? Unless they yeah. really thought that like because I can't remember it's either was it Fisher that went out with Achilles and then Schwartz went out with a knee or vice versa? Unless they really think that Achilles injury is going to just shelf him. Like, that, I think I it might have been mid-season, though. So maybe that was their concern with one of them. I can't remember which one, but I think one of them got hurt mid-season. So maybe they won't uh, be ready for the new year, and that was why they did that. I don't know. I think it says here they had $12 million plus 6.25. So they had like $18 million, and then they gave Tooney what? Tooney it was a uh, five-year $80 million. Five year, eighty million. So, and they still got to sign their draft class, and that's yeah. with the restructured contracts already uh, of uh, Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey. So, I and don't Mahomes. Mahomes and Mahomes. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know how much money they have available. To be honest with you, so that's, and that's what I mean. Like you know, you have Tyreek, and then you know, then you have Chris Jones on the back end. You have you know Honey Badger. Like you have a lot of money already shedded out right now. Like, like we said too, you know. You have a half a billion dollar quarterback. Like yeah. that's gonna be pivotal in your cap space. And that's kind of how yeah. I, I touched up upon, you know, last last pod sharp with you guys with Dak. Is it's like when we get to a point when we're signing these quarterbacks for five, you know, five hundred million, four hundred million, you know, that's really gonna hinder a lot of positions where you're gonna have your elite talents that you're gonna need for that position, and you're gonna have yeah. to be able to depend on rookies. Hopefully, your scouting department is like out. You're gonna start having to pay in your scouting department. Tens yeah. of millions of dollars to you know get these five year contracts on their rookie and make sure they're proven. But like, man, it's 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 a different season in the NFL now. Yeah. That's that's what I'm wondering that maybe they're doing is maybe they're just gonna start drafting on linemen and trying to develop because they kind of have to because they're gonna have to spend money everywhere else. Maybe O line is where they take the hit. But then if that's the case of developing, then why are you signing Thuni to eighty million dollars? Yeah, I. I at least have one. There, I think it sounds like they're at least trying to have one vet on that line. At least if they're gonna yeah. have, if they're gonna have right. a bunch of kids. Yeah. If they're gonna have two kids at tackle, like the Dolphins, the Dolphins won ten games last year with with uh, two rookie tackles. Yeah, they can, like in that case, like why not keep one of the guys that's been there? Why bring in a new guy? Like that, it's just. Yeah. They do have Tardif know. returning potentially, who has won a Probably. Super Bowl on that line. Yeah. So, but yeah, but where's yeah, the depth? where's the depth if somebody goes down at tackle? There is no depth there. No. Hey, they showed it. Andy Reid's going to fill in. Andy Reid's going to be playing right tackle. <laughs> and, and again, well, let's not let's not go too far, man. Pat, Patrick Mahomes went down against the Broncos, right? Let's just say. They're able to get away with this because Patrick Mahomes is 100% healthy, right? You know, Patrick can make these wild throws and scramble. If Patrick goes down and you have a huh, offensive line, you can almost write the season off at that point. Like, oh, yeah. It, 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 you know, where when you have Schwartz and Fish and, and all these guys, you know, you're able to play a backup and, you know, be able to punch through, you know, hard, tough victories. But I don't know, man. Is, is this hard, you know? We're not GMs, or you know, they, they we don't know their their war room, but I just don't see a real <laughs> like it's, just, it's, it's, it's tough just to see. Puzzling right now, it's just puzzling right now, like what their plan is. 
I did see Mahomes restructure his uh, contract today, or maybe yesterday, though. Not yeah. sure how much money he gave up there, but that's what the good quarterbacks do. It's nice to see him do that at a young age and understand that's what he's got to do to win, right? Break yeah. breaking news: Patrick Mahomes resigns his contract, half a billion dollars to four hundred ninety nine million. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, we have some fan comments saying uh, Bears winning the Super Bowl. And uh, let's seg- let's segue right into that. That's perfect timing. Andy yeah. Dalton, what quarterback? <laughs> they made it to the and- Super Bowl with Rex Grossman, dude. Oh no, <laughs> different different years, man. So, in context, let's let's just rewind a little bit here. We had this whole offseason going here. Heavy links, Bears Heavy. getting Deshaun Watson. <laughs> A week later, heavy links. Trades are progressing. Bears landing Russell Wilson. Yeah. Today, Bears acquire Andy Dalton. <laughs> that uh-huh. is a far in between disconnect. That's the red, Bears the red rifle. Haunted. That's Bro. crazy. Absolutely crazy. I never thought I would see that, to be honest with you. So you're going to pair a veteran quarterback with a veteran quarterback. This makes a lot of sense. <laughs> like that, that hey, this signing that's gonna make a Rob sign his tag for sure. Oh yeah, no, bring in gosh, Andy Dalton, the Red Rocket. He did so well for Dallas last year. Like, and Sensi that they drafted the quarterback. So, yeah. like- <laughs> and it's hilarious that when they have the option to sign Trubisky. They probably could have got him yeah. for cheap. They already yeah. gave away all these picks for him. And now we're going to say we're done here and we're going to go sign Andy Dalton. Yeah, because so. like his fifth-year option is probably right around what Dalton got. So why not yeah. just pick it up? Exactly. Not, like not it, to I, mention I that Trubisky's 29 and 21 as a starter for the Bears. Yeah. I mean, and he's been to the playoffs twice. Like, been to the playoffs twice. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Why, why would you pick Andy Dalton over a guy that you drafted? <laughs> And not only yeah, that, man. that you move, you gave up, you franchised the team to move up one position to grab him. Yeah, like I, I just don't, I, I don't under, I, I can see getting rid of Trubisky for a Deshaun Watson, for a Russell Wilson, like oh, yeah. for an elite quarterback, but to move horizontally on that line, <laughs> it to me yeah. it just doesn't make sense at all. They're still gonna have a quarterback like battle. Yeah, it's not Andy Dalton's team. It might be Nick Foles still. Who knows? Yeah, and Christian yeah. said, you know, think we just secured Green Bay the division. Uh, you can say that louder than ever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, the Lions legitimately might get last place this year. I mean, they have oh, a probably. great shot at last. So, yeah, probably. <laughs> Hashtag fire pace is the new trend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, how is he not fired yet? Like, yeah. what has he done that's really improved this Bears team? I, Sign not Kalea, a lot. The, the trade for Kalia Mack, and even then you franchise your team then. Yeah. They, they made Cleo some Mack, nice picks. Cleo Mack hasn't been the same player. No. He I had like, one year, and then all of a sudden it was this. And, again, it could have been the Fangio defense, too, that helped him out for that year. But, like, yeah, that, it hasn't yeah, been the same. Like, like Cody's right. Like they have made some good picks. Like Roquan Smith has been awesome, but he's been mm-hmm. he's been injured too. Mm-hmm. But like what what do they what do they have on offense? Yeah. If it's if 
Allen Robinson got, leaves. They got they Anthony have Miller, no dude. <laughs> they have Anthony Miller. Thanks. Thanks. Montgomery. Montgomery's not bad running back, and Cohen. Yeah. They got a nice tandem uh, there at running back. Mm-hmm. But I, I just don't. I just honestly, I. I think the Lions might actually be better than the Bears. Yeah, because at least they have a quarterback that can play a bit, that been to the Super Bowl. Yeah, like... but now the Lions have no receivers because they're both gone. Hey, whoa, whoa. They have Tyrell Williams now, man. Tyrell Williams. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And Quinn, and, and, and the Quinn game breaker. Cephas. Cephas. <laughs> and Jesus. everybody knows that this is TJ Hawkinson season. I was going to say, it's TJ Hawkinson season. Yeah, he's, their, he's the best weapon for sure now. Yeah. Oh. Everybody knows. They got to go. They gotta drop the receiver. Like they have, they to, have to something. Like I said, like I said in a previous uh podcast, look for the Lions to move up. Look yeah. for the Lions to move up. The Dolphins have the three spot. There's all kinds of talk about the Dolphins moving out of that spot for a team who wants a quarterback. Why going can't out. why can't the Lions move up there and get the get the wide receiver that they want? Yeah, going back to seven's not too bad for the Dolphins. No, it's not bad no. at all. Well, especially especially the Lions, if they if one of their guys is Jamar Chase or you know, it's it, it, or it's, if and it's any one of them, right? You have to move up for them. Now, yeah. if their board is like we will take any of them, then they could be like, all right, at you know, when the time comes, if one of them gets off the board at three, one of them gets off the board at four, then we can start maybe saying, all right, you know, Jalen Waddle, maybe he's our guy, or Jamar yeah. Chase is our guy, or Devontae Smith is our guy. Then we might trade up. Yeah. Um, but again, it's all de- it all depends on who they think their guy is, or if they're competent with all three, and they like all three. Then then you might start seeing some movement there, because they're in a, they're like in a weird position, right? The the Lions yeah. are so hurting right now. I think they would take any of those top wide receivers in the draft. I think they would take any position available. They need a lot of help. They need a lot of help. They really got nothing going for him. Even in the secondary, you got uh, Coleman's gone now. Slot corner. They got um, Slay left last year. Yeah, yeah. Quandre Diggs is gone. They got Watch out for Jeff Okuda, man. They just got Okuda. He was hurt all year, but I yeah. mean, yeah. he's good. He was yeah. a monster. Like, he was a monster yeah. for OSU. So mm-hmm. I, I, I'm really, I have him as my, my bounce back player for like sophomore season for sure. I I really hope I I love his game, man. Long, athletic, can make plays. Like, hopefully, he does something big for Lions. Well, for Lions fans' sake, man. Like, yeah. Jesus, you're talking about just a franchise that's just been fed uppercuts left and right. You have Hall of Fame players like Barry Sanders gets cut short. You know, you have <laughs> yeah Megatron gets cut short. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it is this. You know, I don't that's know. Man. I feel for Lions joke. fans, man. Man, they absolutely wasted Matt Stafford's career. Let's be honest. Oh, everybody talks so much shit about Matt Stafford, man. I love him as a quarterback. I do too. Absolutely love him as a quarterback. I do too. Guy broke his goddamn back playing for them. Yeah. Get this guy some help. Seriously. Makeshift O line every single year. Yeah. No running game. Never. <laughs> I don't think they, I don't think they've had a thousand yard uh, running back in how long? Like Man, Bush maybe. Yeah, Did Bush even eclipse a thousand yards there. I don't know. Oh, I doubt it. No, maybe, I don't think so. Maybe for the maybe Saints, Joyke Bell, Joyke Bell, Joyke Bell. 
think we get a is joint shout out. The coolest. <laughs> boy. I had to give him a shout out. We have Braden saying, Ted Ginn to the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> Reasonable. Oh my God. Wait, Mike, you, you might you might just have to give him that face again. This just, bl- <laughs> just blank stare. Jeez. Yeah. And now going back to the Dolphins land too as well, uh, we have some big moves at quarterback. And I know it should be uh, very appeasing uh, to all Dolphins out there. Out there is that Ryan Fitzmagic has now signed with the Washington football team. And then you guys assign Tyrod Taylor more as this a backup. Oh, sorry, Jacoby Brissett as a backup. Um, Man, I think that's huge. I think that's such a big building block for Tua, man. Um, I think this was the right move for you guys. Uh, There's been a lot of talk about, you know, Tua not our guy for Dolphins fans. I know, you know, media versus internal team, you know, it's sometimes hard to see out there like, oh, Tua's not our guy. Trade Tua for Deshaun after one year, not even one year full starting. Um, Tua's been your guys' guys, I think, since Alabama. I know talking to you about it, you always wanted Tua. And I think showing Tua now that, hey, we're not re-signing Fitzmagic. Let him walk. You're our guy. And we've been seeing him. He's been balking up, too. He he, he took that threat of a he doesn't have an arm to heart. <laughs> the guy is getting juiced. Uh, so, Joel, man, your boy Tua, how you feeling about that? How you feeling about Fitzmagic leaving? You know, Fist Magic did the damn thing though when you know when you guys need them. Um, so you know it's kind of like the the easiness, you know. But um, what what are you thinking about that, my man? Well, you know, I think he had. I think the best thing for two was for Fitz Magic to leave. Honestly, it's never easy having a guy like Fitz Magic behind you who, who who Flores loves, who the organization loves, who can have his face mask literally ripped to the side and huck a bomb against the Raiders to give the Dolphins a chance still. Uh, to make the playoffs, obviously they they got spanked by the Bills in the last game of the year. But uh, I think Tua's got a bright future in this league, and there's tons of tons of information if you follow him on uh, on on the socials. He is getting jacked. His arms are literally probably three times the size as they were uh, last year. His legs are a lot stronger. He just looks like he's more prepared, more ready for the situation last year with no training camp. No, uh, no time to really get to know everybody, get to build chemistry with anybody. Just kind of, they gave him the job week six, week seven, kind of got thrown in uh, when things weren't going exactly the best. I think the Dolphins were three and three at the time when they brought Tua in. Um, but like I said, Tua is a special talent, and it's only a matter of time before he gets his opportunity to show it. Um, obviously, getting strong is what he had to do. He's got to keep that hip hip straight, keep it nice and uh, keep it nice and tight when he's going. And it, it, he's even shown that he can run the football. Like uh, he had a couple rushing touchdowns, a couple big runs, and uh, we'll see where it goes. Uh, Jacoby Brissett is a solid backup too. He's been a backup in this league for a hot minute now. Um, had a three thousand yard season. I think he has thirty touchdowns to fifteen picks. He's conservative with the football. Um, I would have rathered Tyrod Taylor as a backup. I love Tyrod, always love Tyrod, but uh, there's no way the Dolphins were given $12.5 million to Tyrod Taylor to be a backup. I, I don't even know how the Texans are, why the Texans are giving him $12.5 million to be a backup. So um, I believe it's Tyrod as well. Get it right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, get it right. My man. Bad. 
My bad. Right. I'll call him whatever I want. <laughs> uh, and then here, here, I have the picture um, that what we're talking about, how how juiced up Tua has gotten. Um, so, yeah, because he's definitely now, like I said, he, he's, he took the heart that everybody was just roasting him, that he had zero arm. You going to flash the pipes on screen? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we, we got to flash the pipes. <laughs> yeah, he's looking really good. Yeah, so he's looking juiced. So he's going to be able to huck that oh, ball, yeah. you know. He could throw a pisk in a quarter mile. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's got a little. He's got a little Uncle Rico in him. Man. Yeah, over the yeah. mountains over there. Yeah, <laughs> over the mountains over there. <laughs> well, yeah, the we one have, thing I like uh, about uh, the Brissett signing is like th- th- this is to his year. Like Brissett's the backup, straight yeah, up. Yeah, it's not straight if up. if and what. It's this is to his year. Something happens to him injury wise. Okay, the Brissett's there. It's not going to mm-hmm. be back and forth with quarterbacks. Yeah. Hundred percent. I as much as I loved what Fitzpatrick brought, it didn't let Tua go through those growing pains. If you're struggling, it doesn't matter. We're keeping you in there, and you're gonna you got to learn from this. You got to do better. I yeah. think. Uh, I think. I think Tua, even when he struggles this year, like Sharp just said, he will be sticking in there. The only way Brissett gets in there is if Tua has an injury. That's the only way. Let Tua fail. Like even. Even if even if the Dolphins don't make noise this year, let Tua fail. Let him let him learn from it. He, we already know that he's an accurate passer. We already know he can run with the football. He's not fast or anything, but he will take off with the football. Um, but he is the most accurate passer in college history, I believe, if not one or two. Like his numbers are ridiculous for Bama. So just let the guy let the guy learn. He does. The thing I noticed with Tua last year, watching everything that he did, the guy doesn't know what a wide receiver is when they're open. You know what I mean? Like he'll get the wide receiver will get a little bit of separation, and he he's hesitant to, to huck it in there. Where Fitz Magic, if he's got a little tiny bit of daylight, just a little bit of sun's poking through that shade, he's humming it in there. And that's one thing Fitzpatrick told him is you need to you need to realize what open is in the NFL. Like yeah, that is yeah. open, and you cannot let those pass up. Like trust, it's trust yourself. Yeah, trust yourself. Trust your arm. You are he, he's accurate as anything you'll see in this league, and I'm sure that'll get proven over the next few years. But even some of the throws you watched him do last year, just tight window, uh, leading wide receivers into the catch. It's just it's things of beauty. I just wish I could see it more on a consistent basis. Yeah, yeah, man, and I agree with you there. I think it's just for Tua, is this more just getting the game to slow down for him? Because yeah. like you said, he has the tangible, he has the mindset, he has the the you know the the complete form, everything that you want in a quarterback. I think it's just that you know that step up from college. Maybe it was just faster than what he expected it to be. You know what I mean? Like you said, cornerbacks, you know, elite cornerbacks. Yeah. You know those those windows tighten up like this, right? Yes. So like you said, like this magic might said, you know, hey, the gap where it's like this, you throw the ball. Don't look for it to get like this because it's not going to be there. You know, mm-hmm. you, you might get that once a game kind of thing. Um, 100%, man, 100%. And then we also have some more uh, comments in the comments section here. We have Andy Van V says, someone got to get my man Cody's, um, oh, he said a camera uh, and get it centered. So Cody, uh, you know, we, we, might have to, we might have to open a GoFundMe account for Cody. Uh, if you want that, definitely hit in the comments section saying start Cody a GoFundMe and we, we might have to get that for you. <laughs> hey, Cody, Cody, give me one of these real quick, would you? Just a quick little Yeah, yeah, just, just, a little, just a little shimmy. 
Show me to the way. No, move your chair like you. Ravens logo. I know you're covering your own Ravens logo. There we go. There, oh, know. there it is. There, oh, there, there you go. You're more center now. All right, yeah. All right, go. and now do we start the podcast? Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> welcome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now let's go down back to the AFC West because I got to showboat my own self. And as you see me rocking the jersey, I am so, so, so excited. I know everybody, and that's in Broncos country, the Mile High Salute. We have re-signed and picked up Von Miller's uh, team option. Man, I was sweating this whole time. Like this whole offseason with his allegations was happening with his, you know, the, the whole criminal aspect or whatever the hell it was, still not being released what it even was. Um, then to hear that we might release him, we might trade him. You know, Von Miller is a future Hall of Famer, um, our Super Bowl 50 MVP, a pivotal captain leader in our locker room, defense. Everything falls back on Von, man. If we would have released him, man, it, it was going to be dark days. Uh, you know, we, we, we got my man, the astronaut, Bradley Chubb, to, you know, have that secondary piece. You know, his time is coming for sure. But, man, uh, having Von Miller back, uh, I'm just beyond stoked that, we, that we're able to pick up his team option because – uh, with us releasing Cream Jackson, I'm like, man, new GM. We're starting to release a lot of players. I'm like, Vaughn's getting a little bit older there. I'm like, Peyton might just be that savage to say, hey, peace out kind of thing, right? Especially now that um, uh, uh, Daniel Hunter, he he's looking to be upset and looking to move from the Vikings. I thought, man, if we release Vaughn, it's because, you know, Peyton wants his guy from the Vikings to come. And it was just a whole bunch of hoopla and then, Von Miller hanging out with OBJ with the Browns. And I know JJ Watt was going to look to go to the Browns as they looking to fill that position. The writing was just on the wall. And I was just, come on, just waiting for that news. Mike Kliss or anybody, Mile High Huddle, this announcing. Today we got it back. So uh, super pumped about that. Um, it's going to be huge, man, to get Von back to be hopefully 100%. As you know, we had tragedy with him going down this uh, this season. Uh, we're going to, we're going to hope for that, you know, Bradley Chubb, Von Miller duo, right? And hopefully we're able to see that. But um, coming from a non-Broncos perspective, um, from not in our division or anything like that, man, I just want to get your gut reaction on seeing Von Miller, uh, his team option. I know a lot of people say it might be a little bit too rich. Uh, but, yeah, I definitely want to hear from you guys. Oh, you I don't think it. you can put a price on him being there oh, with it a guy was, like uh, Bradley Chubb on the other what, side. What's that, Cody? You kind of broke up I there. Don't, I don't know how you could put a price on having Von Miller, Von Miller there when you have a guy like Bradley Chubb on the other side that you know you drafted so highly in the first round and you want him to progress. Like, there's not going to be anybody better to learn from than Von Miller. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like not just on the field, off the field is going to be huge for Chubb. And like, I'm mm -hmm. sure he's already like he's already been a big mentor to Chubb, but now you just get to continue it for another year. Like, it's huge. And if he's back healthy, he can produce. So, like, it's a win-win, really. Yeah. Especially under a coach like Fangio, who has so much yeah. experience uh, with defensive schemes and whatnot. Yeah, you're talking about a guy who had 106 sacks and 135 career games. So, not easy, not easy to replace. Oh, yeah. And the one thing I love about it, too, is, man, like, like we was talking about previously in the podcast, the AFC's West, their O-lines, man, are getting diminished. So... <laughs> Being it's able to have... <laughs> I was gonna say it's hilarious because wasn't that one of Russell Wilson's destinations? And then was the because they had a great yeah because they had a great O line and now it's like a horrendous O line overnight. 
right? Yeah, the only one the Raiders have left is uh, the left tackle, Colton uh, Colton Miller, I think his yeah. name is. Other yeah. than that, Hudson's gone. Gabe Jackson's gone. <laughs> Richie Incognito isn't re-signed yet. An absolute nightmare um, up there in up, up there in Las Vegas. Um, took a fifteen million dollar cap hit just to cut Hudson, which is insane. Yeah. Hey, in fifteen point eight. 15.8. He, he, <laughs> he, he might be 32, 33 years old, but he's still one of the best centers in the league. Oh, an all-pro center, 100%. Take him and for I, another year, so that's not a massive dead cap hit. So I, I, get I, it. I, I saw it. It was actually he requested to get released. I see that, but at least try to find a trade partner. Yeah, get a seventh right. or something for him. Yeah. Well, if you think, if you think And if you think about it, too, like a lot of people need some centers. Like – yeah, Cody. It's, he wants it's a center. Weird. It's weird too because Mayock, Mayock is at the Raiders. Like we're talking about the guy that was in charge of the draft, basically, right, more or less. And now he's letting one of the best players in the NFL just walk away for nothing instead of trying to get something. It's very bizarre. A well, guy you think about this too, like the Green Bay Packers, they just lost Lindsey, right? So yeah, that'd be literally the perfect. Hey. You guys lost the all pro center. Hey, we have one that's for trade. Get us, give us anything because we're going to release them anyways. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I got, like, like I said, last podcast, I got a Raiders fan at work. Uh, my buddy, Matt Thompson, he was saying, he texted me today saying that the Raiders are high on Andre James at center, a guy in the draft. I haven't seen tape on him or anything like that, but that might be the reasoning oh. behind uh, the Hudson cut. <laughs> oh, Vaughn gave the goat bat. <laughs> yeah, like just touching on uh, Lindsley there too. Like that's a massive pickup for the Chargers. Oh, like a massive dude. pickup. Yeah. The that's thing that. that I thought was weird about that is I'm pretty sure that Aaron Jones annually is making 12 and a half, is he not? And I, if I'm not mistaken, so is Lindsley. So, so it's like you basically let this all pro center go to keep a running back when you already drafted the running back's replacement in the second round. Yeah, and you could have you know just brought Jamal Williams back. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty weird. Um, although, to be fair, Jones has like 30 touchdowns in his last 30 games. But, I mean, yeah. I think you probably would rather the center in most cases, but maybe Packers fans have a different yeah. opinion. I don't know. Well, we'll have to wait be a wait-and-see kind of scenario to see if uh, Aaron Jones can run up the gut the same, right? We'll see yeah. if, they, if they still have the same rushing numbers as they right. do they have the last few years. And credit to the Packers last year when uh, Bakari and um, Lindsley went down, their line was still very good. So they do have do, they do have depth at the position. So maybe yeah. that was one of the reasons why uh, they went with Jones. Not sure. I know Justin Herbert's happier than the pig and shits right now to get. Dude, man, Chargers are building team. something. Dude. Chargers are building something there. They're gonna be pretty good. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Watch out for Pitts. I'm, I see them trading up for Pitts. <laughs> I'm calling it. I'm calling it. I want it to happen. Where, where do Lock they get in? They pick at 14, yeah? Yeah, like 14. 13 or 14 or something. Yeah. If they can get in that 13, top 10 14. somehow. Man. Especially with the quarterbacks bad. flying off, like you could probably get Pitts near the 10 spot. I, I, I still think that Philly's going to go Pitts 6. Yeah. So I think allow- that whole Ertz, Ertz situation and uh, Goddard – I just think I can see him going Devontae Smith too, just because they want to correct that receiver draft where they've done so bad. Yeah. 
Because let's see here. Chargers are on 13. So Yeah, so they're not far out. No, they're not far out. Even for a trade up too, right? Yeah. If that's or their guy. Rashawn Slater at 13. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, Antonio Gates is going to be making his uh, retirement again for the tenth time, and uh, we'll be returning to the Chargers for tight end, and uh, yeah. we're going to see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, Pitts could definitely go to the Chargers. I, they do have that other—I can't remember what his name is. Panarum. I can't remember what his name is. The tight end. I think he had a touchdown or two last year. Um, um, I can't remember what his name is. Okay, and then uh, the Emmanuel Sanders contract just came up, uh, just got released, um, and they're saying it is a one-year, six-million deal that includes five hundred thousand in incentives. I mean, cheap, that's very cheap. cheap for a service man like that. He probably took less to go there, I would think, to play with Josh Allen and those boys. Yeah, they're a good team, so might as well if. If it's a one year because I'm I wouldn't be surprised if he got two years or something somewhere else. Mm-hmm. He's old now. Yeah, I guess. He's yeah, he's not the same player he was in Denver and Pittsburgh. That's for sure. Yeah, he's got to be at least like thirty-four by now. Maybe I was, was going to yeah, say he's got uh, thirty-two. He's, he, he, he turned he turns thirty-five tomorrow. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so there you go. Oh yeah. So, so I that, mean that's that's, hey, that that's a good birthday gift, baby. <laughs> 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 Quick, easy six mil plus. Hey, you want to you want you want a couple six mil for your birthday? Don't mind if you do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no. But now you got to live in Buffalo, so yeah, yeah. Enjoy that. No, thank you. Play it absolutely play at, not. You can play at the Ralph where the fans, you know, got to piss in the trough. <laughs> hey, the Ralph Wilson man. We had some moments there. <laughs> oh, I can't, man! I cannot wait to start going to games again, boys. Like it's it's gonna be rowdy. Yeah, like, yeah. absolutely. I don't think uh, Cody's chin still recovered from that. <laughs> <laughs> well, my we, the one the one memory I do have before COVID hit was at least I went and saw my first Ravens game right before, so that was nice. Mm-hmm. Had a uh, first energy in Cleveland there. Yeah, that's a that was a beauty game too, wasn't it? Yeah, we actually won. Um, that was the first time we ever got the number one seed. So I got to see it live in person. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was, or, I remember that. Or Mark Andrews jersey. He went 100 yards and two touchdowns. So that Creamed really your good. jeans. Creamed your jeans, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just about. <laughs> was, was that was that MVP Lamar season? Uh, yeah. yeah. I guess it would have been, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's sick, man. Mm-hmm. Mark, Andrew, Andrew, Mark Andrews looks like a huge dude in real life. He looks big. Yeah. Like pretty scary big for a tight end. Well, same with your boy Mike Gasicki too, man. That guy's a monster, man. He is huge. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but he's not like he's not thick though. Like Mark Andrews looks like 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 oh. thick, you know? Yeah, big boy. There's <laughs> <laughs> a think, brick wall. You think he's thick? Look at uh, Nick Boyle on the Ravens. That guy. Is well, a there's, a, there's a reason why Nick Boyle's the blocking tight end. Yeah. Tight end. <laughs> Dick boy. Yeah. And then uh, before we close the show out, man, we, we do have to go to Emmanuel Sanders, uh, his former team there, New Orleans Saints. Uh, you know, over the past couple of days, we did get announcements that um, the legendary career of Drew Brees is finally hanging them up. And then uh, crazy. Well, I guess we also we all seen the comment, man. It's just, you know, when we get like these legendary players, man, that retire, 
it just hits you. You know what I mean? Like I remember when Peyton retired, it's like, man, that era is gone, right? And now Breeze retiring, that era is gone now. And now we're gonna be seeing, you know, Brady. What you know, it, it's it's just inevitable. I, well, who knows with Brady? He might be playing until he's sixty. <laughs> but uh, it, it's just crazy to see, man. You know, it, it, and it's just rare to see quarterbacks. Like this. I don't know if we're gonna be that era where we've seen this so many great quarterbacks, such as the Peyton Mannings, the Drew Brees, the Tom Brady's, and stuff like that. No, we, we do have Patrick Mahomes coming this new era. But man, just the things that he was able to do to change the game for quarterbacks that are undersized. Like, yeah. is this crazy? And I know Joe probably has the feels because, you know, they pass up on him because of a hip a hip injury. But uh, uh, we won't talk about that. But um, is, this, is this crazy to see, you know, them finally being hung up? And then, uh, you know, a big shout out to Drew Brees for his, uh, you know, his whole career that he did with New Orleans Saints. You know, hats off to him. Uh, respects. But um, coming out of that, we have two quarterback signings. And one, everybody was like, <laughs> and the other one um i'll just let my man cody take over because this is his boy this cody loves this guy but it's Jameis winston getting signed is going to be the quarterback number one so cody i just want to hear your reaction on that signing i know if, if there's should be a sports agent <laughs> that winston has to get rid of he has to go to Cody. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah, not Cody. like, sure. He's thrown 30 picks in a season, which is, you know, hilariously bad. But with that <laughs> being said, he threw 5,000 yards the same year. Very few people have done that. I mean, and look at the team he was playing on. Like those guys were giving up what? 35 points a game. It might even been like, seriously, it might even been more. I mean, what do you do? You're just basically playing Chuck it all game. Although, to be fair, half the time they were behind was because he was throwing picks. But, I mean, he's still – he definitely deserves a chance. Like, I couldn't believe they were giving all this playing time to Taysom Hill last year. Like, what was that about? How do you, how do you like, justify doing this? It's Did you see – well, obviously, AJ saw that game. That game against uh, the Broncos. That was one of the ugliest games I've ever watched in my whole life. Taysom Hill starting at quarterback. Just crazy, man. And then that well, contract he gets, 140 million. Like I know we all know it's not really yeah. a real thing, but like it's just crazy. Yeah, I, yeah. like for, just seeing it, it's like, uh, what the hell is going on? <laughs> this, this Joel, this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but man, with, you know, 35 million, like this, man. <laughs> and Winston, like, it's easy to shit on the guy, but you got to give it to him. He deserves at least one more shot at some. Yeah, but like at the same time, like you say about his five thousand yard season, but like a lot of that has to be garbage time, right? Like Definitely. a lot of that, like he's always throwing the ball, right? Because they're always down. So everyone's shot like shit on Dak when he had that close to five thousand yard uh, season because they're like, oh well, a lot of it's garbage time yards and garbage time shit, but like. Why wasn't Winston's? It's the same thing, really. Yeah. Not only not only that thirty picks like season with Winston, but he's been notorious for like turnovers his entire career, and like hey, it hasn't would, changed. Would you, would you take it easy on the guy? He had bad <laughs> eyes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. oh yeah, yeah. They get laser. That is right. <laughs> Come on, man. No, I just I just yeah. think he deserves a chance. That's all. Like, I mean, if I'm a Bears I fan, guess. I'm I'm pissed actually that we didn't oh, get yeah. Winston. I'm actually gonna I would be mortified if I was a Bears fan if we got Andy Dalton over Jameis Winston. Like, who would you rather have? 
I'd have to think for about one second who I'd rather have. Uh, I'll admit, I'll admit when I'm wrong, but I think I'll admit when I'm wrong, but I think Winston's going to stink again this year. That's just me though. I'm totally good with Cody on this one. I like, I like Jameis Winston a little bit. I'm not nearly as high on Jameis Winston as, as, as Cody is, but you know, I'll I'll die in the hill. That's fine. The man, the man, <laughs> the man literally had to get LASIK eye surgery, man. Like every yeah, time but he was he, fine in college, huh? He was fine in college. Yeah, it's from all the hits in the NFL, man. Take it yeah. easy. He's he's doing the Sam Darnold. I'll see him go. I need LASIK. Hogwash. Hogwash. <laughs> <laughs> no, like oh man, Winston. Winston can throw the ball. There's no there's no if oh, ands yeah. buts about that. Yeah, yeah. And the thing, the problem with Winston was he could never make the right read. Mm-hmm. It would the the ball would either be the receiver the receiver would be here and the defender would be here and he'd be putting the ball here where if they put the ball here half those interceptions t- turn into receptions and he did kind of like sure <laughs> he did kind of <laughs> bite my tongue he did, he did kind of live and die off the jump ball to Mike Evans like let's hundred percent clear let's be clear about that but I mean he he. All I'm saying is the guy deserves one more shot in the NFL. Like, there's way worse guys getting chances to start. Like, Terod Taylor, he's okay. But, I mean, like, same deal. Who would you rather have over him or Winston? I'm taking Winston. Terod Taylor. Probably. Really? Oh, yeah. I guess. I guess it's a matter of opinion. I don't know, man. I'd rather I'd rather Winston. That's a tough call, though, to be, to be fair again. I don't know. Okay, 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 okay. Fine. Raise your hand if you think Jameis Winston will be the starter over Taysom Hill to start the year for the Saints. I hope. Okay. <laughs> what are we talking about? Yeah. I don't think well, Taste Bell's any good. The guy's just no, Swiss Army no. knife. The guy is the worst version of Tim Tebow. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> think come about on. it. If Tim if Tim Tebow got played the utility role, he would have been the exact same type of player. Well, did Tim Tebow get did Tim Tebow get that kind of a contract? No, because they try to play him as starting quarterback. That's the problem. <laughs> No, well, the main he, problem was he, he was the, Hill that he kind of throw. He couldn't the throw. Issue, the main issue, we all know this, he was a baseball player playing football for some reason. Yeah, he wasn't Patrick Mahomes or Kyler Murray. Hey, that like, baseball that <laughs> baseball player, that baseball player took the Broncos and beat the Steelers in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, on a Demarius Thomas. That same <laughs> that same baseball player we're talking about. Yeah. DT Tebow's was the reason. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why just you can't get signed to a baseball team right now, man. <laughs> he retired. Yeah, he retired. He just retired. But no, honestly, is this the exact same type of player? You know, did well in Florida, really well in Florida, came to the Broncos, won a playoff game, but couldn't throw the ball. Like, literally cannot throw the ball. Yeah. Taysom Hill is the exact same thing. You can run, you can truck people, you're a big body, fast, athletic. But when it comes to being a starting quarterback, you either have to be Lamar. Were you Lamar Mike Vick, where you're that athletic to kind of surpass kind of like your 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 passing ability? Or you have to be someone that can pass a damn ball. Plain and simple. Taysom Hill and Tim Tebow were that gray zone. And that's not gonna cut it. I've seen Taysom Hill make some throws though. Some. Keyword some. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is too, is like Taysom Hill is he's he's stepping in. To a legendary quarterback's position. Like, you're going into probably arguably one of the most accurate throws of the ball, one of the most prolific quarterbacks of all time. Like, that's tough pennies. Where if you're going in 
and replacing Mike Glennon. All right, whatever. You know what the, I mean? The giraffe. Yeah. It was the exact same thing with us. Like, we're trying to replace John Elway. Couldn't do it. Jake Plummer came in, was our like was was serviceable. Then we had Kyle Oren, Jay Cutler. Then we get Payne Manning. All of a sudden, then Brock Osweiler. Like, this <laughs> packs of Lynch, you know, uh, Trevor Simeon. And then all of a sudden, now we have a little bit of potential with Drew Locke. We'll see what happened. But is this when you have legendary quarterbacks, man? It's hard to step up. Patriots are finding out right about now, you know? It's, it's, it's tough. It's absolutely tough. Unless you, you know, get lucky with like San Francisco, Joe Montana, Steve Young. But I mean, it's tough. It's, it's tough. Brett Favre, Rogers. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's like legendary career, legendary career. Like, <laughs> so Drew Bledsoe, Tom Brady, you know? Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's it, enough. <laughs> Dan Marino. Nobody. Dan Marino, Jay Fiedler. Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> Dan Marino still searching. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to call back Dan Marino to come out of retirement. Probably found him, though. Probably found <laughs> yeah, him. Probably found him. Probably found him. Chad Love Pennington it. was pretty dope that one year. Yeah, that one year. <laughs> Tannehill that one decides year. to be good when he leaves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah decides to be good. Well, that you know what? Honestly, I'll give Joel the benefit of the doubt. I like Tannehill, too. The Dolphins, is he's a, he's a Band-Aid. A glass Band-Aid, so... But now he's healthy, showing that he can be serviceable, and he's you know, a. He, it's proven. It, it's proven that he's a guy who needs an offensive line and a running back to be successful. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Though so to his credit, I wouldn't even call him serviceable. He's been a top ten quarterback the last two years. He's been very good. It's and a lot. Like, of, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot easier when you have a guy with King Henry as a running back. Yeah, the whole oh, league is scared of that man. Oh, yeah, you that, could, that play you're gonna, you're gonna play a box. <laughs> oh, yeah. the Ravens in that playoff in the playoffs this year, they completely shut him down. Oh yeah, for sure. And like they're I'm just running. saying, like you couldn't play more efficiently than Tannehill has over the last yeah. one and three quarter years. I think, well, like Joel said, man, that's that's just the smartest thing. When you have when you have a running back like that, you just play smart and you win. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the team's gonna stack the box against you because you're not just gonna. Your game plan is we don't want Derrick Henry to rush 200 yards on us, <laughs> right? So. Stack the box with ever, and then you're gonna get you know one on ones. You're gonna get clear cut tight end deficits. That's the you know, whole thing. you know. What I'm I mean? pretty sure Tannehill has the best numbers in the red zone too over the last couple of years. Well, yeah. I mean, like Mike said, man, it, you know those <laughs> when you're on goal line and you do a play action, they hit different when you have King Henry in the back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just just before we end this, I wanted to touch one thing. If we're talking about the Titans, why are you cutting a Dore Jackson and signing the Jackrabbit? What the hell are you doing? Mm-hmm. Odori Jackson was a fifth-year option guy, and Jackrabbit stinks now. Mm-hmm. He just got worse at corner. I don't. Odori Jackson is incredible. Not to yeah. mention, oh. they just gave Bud Dupree five years, eighty-five million dollars. Like, yeah, like why I, was save some know, of that money for? I, why would you let Gianu Smith walk? Corey yeah. Davis walk? And then sign all your money on on Bud Dupree. Let go of Adoree Jackson. It just stuff that doesn't make sense to me. But obviously, maybe the Titans know something that we don't. I mean, yeah. the Titans are shedding their whole team, though. I don't know like, what they're doing. They're it's not just a, it's not just Jackson. Like they Logan Ryan's gone. Picaro yeah. is gone. Um, Malcolm Butler is gone. Uh, yeah, the only, the only guy that's even there, there anymore is Kevin Byard, and now uh, Janoris Jenkins. That's it. Yeah, their entire secondary that's gone, and that was the, one of their biggest strengths. And it's just yeah. Bayard now. 
<laughs> Good luck. And it aged in Jackrabbit. Like Jackrabbit is not anywhere near what he used to be. No. Like I said, he's gonna be still serviceable. He's gonna give you some plays, but yeah. he's not. He's the, not a Dory Jackson. Uh, Jackrabbit that we all know and love. Dory Jackson. Yeah. No. God no. God no. Yeah. And One in a league, league where it's so hard to come by corners, it's yeah. Weird. Like, I, there's I a lot know. of good corners available still too. Yeah. Yeah, Xavier mm-hmm. Rhodes and all those boys too, right? Casey Hayward. Casey Hayward. Yeah. All right. What do you guys What do you guys think about Kenny Kenny Galladay? Where do you guys think he lands? Green Bay. I don't think they. I have think I had him going to uh, the Finns or, or the Raiders, um, but now that the Raiders lost their entire O line, sounds like he's not going to the Giants. Sure. No, no it doesn't seem that way. Doesn't seem. Mm. That way. That is something we forgot to talk about too, which is Wozers. Leonard Williams, uh, 63 million, 45 guaranteed. Yeah. I mean, I guess the the cap hits kind of low, I guess, like 11. But I mean, if he somehow Mm -hmm. doesn't work out, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Dude, I like. I never even really thought he was that special. Like he's a good player, but is he, is he, I don't think, I don't see him as in the elite category. No, no like what well, he made a pro bowl back in 2015, 2016. Like, bro, that's five, six years ago. <laughs> like what yeah. are we even talking about? <laughs> I'm not, a, I'm not a huge fan. And then doesn't like, he, he's got a little bit of a, does he have a little bit of a attitude problems also? Yeah. Like yeah. he had problems with the jets, I think too. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I give him the benefit of the doubts because it's the Jets. <laughs> like, who wouldn't have a problem in that locker room, to be quite, quite honest? Uh, I don't, the other thing, I don't think the Giants have a lot of cap space, so I I don't know what else they're going to do here. Like, obviously, Galladay's out of the question now. Oh, yeah. That, that's Seems, where that way. Seems that way. Well, the, oh, the, the Williams deal was holding up other deals that they had in the works, and I think guys chose other spots who they were talking to. Yeah. Well, the re- also the reason why the Galladay out- is out of the question because um, they also signed John Ross from the Cincinnati Bengals, right? So, <laughs> which again does not He's make sense answer. to me because they have Slayton, who's basically the exact same type of player. Sterling uh, Shepard, just a Sterling million Shepard. times. Slayton can catch the ball. That's the main <laughs> yeah. difference. Yeah. And John actually. John- for, for all the shit that Daniel Jones takes, to be quite honest, he's actually very good at throwing the deep ball. His numbers on like 20-plus yard passes are really good. Yeah. Really yeah, good. Just don't, just, just don't let him uh, you know, run the ball open field for a touchdown. He might trip over his own feet. But Hey, take it easy. <laughs> I, know, uh, I, know Sharpie, I, I know I know Sharpie is a huge fan of Daniel Jones. Nope. Uh, too, too bad I didn't have that clip uploaded. Uh, you know, Like I said, the boys, we all get together and then uh, – yeah, draft night when the Giants drafted Daniel Jones. Sharpie's reaction, I have it on film, and it is priceless. <laughs> and the thing about Jones, you look at those numbers from last year, what did he throw, eight touchdowns? Like, I seriously think he threw, like, maybe nine. I don't even think he threw ten touchdowns last year. Yeah, it's not like, good. Like, I get he missed some games and some time, but, like, I the numbers were unbelievably – and that's a sixth yeah. overall pick. And he's in like his what third season? Oh, he's got to improve big time. Oh, big time. They may have a problem. Well, they're gonna have a big time problem, especially coming up because uh, you know what they're gonna do with Saquon if he gets like say Saquon gets hurt again. You can't re-sign him. No. 
He had, like, 11, <laughs> he had 11 tutties. Take it easy. Oh, okay. I was just checking. Okay. Yeah. So how, a, how many picks, though? <laughs> he had 11. 10, 10 picks, but we're talking 11 tutties so, and 14 so, games. So, so Jameis Winston without the production is what you're trying to tell us. <laughs> He's not even averaging a touchdown per. So that's not yeah, good. I mean, look out for that guy. Yikes. But mind you, his rookie year, he did go 20, 24 and 12. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he's and, that the, was, and that was and that was and that was on the half of the season too because he uh he was slow to start off and then really started picking up the like, the second half of the season. Yeah. I don't even know if what it's what happens. The- what happens to starting quarterbacks when they lose guys like Saquon Barkley, boys? Oh, come on! You're, you're being I don't even, you're being I don't even know you. if it's the picks with him either. I mean, does he not have an absurdly high amount of fumbles? Yeah, he does have a lot of fumbles. I know that. Yeah. I don't. It's just all around. Can't so he can't throw the ball, the ball, can't hold on to the ball, and can't throw touchdowns. Uh, 2019. What do you want for a quarterback? <laughs> sign him 40, 40 a year. Sign him right now. Eleven yeah. fumbles. He lost eleven fumbles as a rookie, and then he oh lost. Oh my six. god! Holy he lost six last year. Oh my god! But hey, like, that's progression. Lamar hey, Jackson. that's progression. That's happening. That's Lamar, happening. Lamar Jackson's good for six, seven lost fumbles a year too. But he runs a lot more. That's one thing yeah, but if we're judging a guy based on fumbles lost. Yeah, I think mainly. Production-wise. <laughs> yeah. Not even comparable. Come on. Come Daniel, on. Jones, Daniel Jones is a good runner, too. Yeah, he is. I'll he just say, I, I like the state. Yards last year. I like the state of the quarterbacks in the NFC East. I'll just say that as a Cowboys fan. Uh, oh, Ryan Fitzpatrick about to light you up. Yeah. Hey, don't sleep, well, don't sleep uh, on, on our secondary, yeah. And oh, you guys lost a Wuzier too today. Yeah, well, he stinks. Zeitler's no, gone too off the line. Can't stay healthy. He plays like maybe ten games a year. Well, I mean, he might stink, but man, your your secondary now stinks, stinks now. So, like... oh, does it ever? <laughs> does it ever? We're gonna probably start a sophomore and a rookie at corner next year. Mm-hmm. Look out. Undrafted yeah. free agent. Undrafted free. <laughs> Cowboys. Cowboys literally have the worst secondary in the in the entire league. Oh yeah, the, yeah. Arguably, arguably. Yeah, and they haven't had a safety there for what? We, I don't even don't, remember the last. Yo, and timeout. Safeties. How how didn't you guys sign John Johnson? I don't know. Why like, why don't we do a lot of things? Cowboys three year three year thirty. You tell you tell me you can't give a. No, are we one of the top safeties? No, we have 18 million? million in cap space. Oh dear God! Okay, yeah. now I can see why you're saying that you had you had to get rid of. Uh, we gotta go uh, bargain. Man, yeah. We gotta yeah, go after wow. guys coming coming off of injuries, guys that are low risk, high reward type guys. Can't get Casey Hayward. Nope. Uh, oh, any Desmond of the guys? King? Nope. Yeah, any <laughs> of the guys from the Titans? Nope. Um, I would love uh, Adore Jackson. Nope. The only safety we're going to get is the two safeties from Falcons because we got Dan Quinn at DC and they may come for cheap or cheaper. Desmond Trufant? Uh, he, got, he got cut. But uh, yeah, Keanu O'Neill and Kazee from the Falcons. Those are the guys that I wouldn't mind, but they come with injury issues mm-hmm. and you got to get them cheap. So, Brian says, what, what about Kawan if you guys release um, Jalen? We're not going to release him. The problem, like, we're not going to release Jalen. We're not going to release Zeke. Like, they're not 
they don't do sensible things when you like <laughs> you kind of make sense Jerry out of the Jones room does not do sensible things when he signs someone and has a relationship with them he will not get rid of them ever yeah. why do you think we took why do you think we held on to Jason Garrett so long because they're family friends yeah that's true pathetic it did take you guys a long time to get rid of them yeah Jason Garrett's a head coach next year all right sweet eight and eight I never like when they brought McCarthy McCarthy in too. I kind of thought that was a little like I wanted to go young. I wanted to go like Lincoln yeah. Riley or something. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, I think I think any team would like Lincoln. I don't think he's leaving though. I don't think he's leaving NCA. Not for a bit. Like I don't know. And this to me like NCA coaches, man, they have it so good. Like it takes oh, yeah. them a little, It literally takes like an Urban Meyer retiring. Getting a generational quarterback for them to go to the, to the NFL. You know when, what I mean? When you're coaching teams like that, too, you have the best team almost every year. Yeah. You're one of the best teams. You go so to the playoffs not, every year. Like, why go to a team and then suck for a bit? Although Kingsbury's doing okay. Yeah. 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 Especially if you guys saw him in the draft, he's, he's, he's cool chilling. Uh, <laughs> and his, <laughs> and his uh, Appalachian is great. Flexing. Yeah, yeah. Him, damn, Glensdale, Arizona. Don't mind if I do. Huh. Not as bad as Jerry flexing, though. Oh, yeah. Jerry, Jerry's big flex. So I'll just look at me and my billion-dollar yacht. Uh, and for the fifth overall pick, I'm going to be selecting. <laughs> uh, hey, why don't you just say it for me? <laughs> God, awesome, that guy's awesome. a loser. Perfect. But with saying that, guys, this has been episode number three. It's It's been crazy, man. I, honestly, I, I love this, man. Like, it's just incredible just to get with the fellas, talk about football the way we are. And, uh, you know, we probably would have had some more episodes if we just set up a recording of every time we just talk about football. We might be at, like, uh, episode 100 by now. But uh, yeah. super glad to be doing it now. And, you know, big shout-out to our viewers right now. Uh, we have six viewers that was – actually, we was monitoring at eight the whole time. So, you know, to all of our live fans watching right now, man, respect to you guys. Much love. Uh, we definitely see you guys out there and always, always man drop in the comment section if you're watching you know we definitely want to shout you out uh you know we had uh we had brayden showing up we had christian showing up we had andy vb we had dylan okias we had uh who else did we have oh and then brayden again but yeah man it's, it's been awesome man so if you're definitely if you're watching live you know interact with us in the comment section we definitely want to answer any questions that you guys might have about nfl or if you know if you have questions for us we definitely want to make sure you know we're interacting with you guys and showing you guys some love uh, but again, every Tuesday at 8 o'clock p.m., we're going to be hosting this live on this YouTube channel. So if you're not subscribed yet, definitely hit that subscribe button. Join the Piskin panel family um, as well. Like us on uh, Facebook. Follow us on Twitter as well as Instagram at the Pigskin panel. Cody right now is rocking. Uh, wait. Oh, this is hard, eh? This uh, right there <laughs> in the bottom that. right here. <laughs> yeah, just move like an Egyptian. <laughs> and again, showing some love. Brayden said, awesome show tonight, guys. Man, Brayden, much love to you, brother. And then uh, but other than that, guys, definitely hit us up in the comment section some topics you want us to dive into next week. Um, again, it's probably going to be some more signings. The free agency is going to be picking up even more. Um, again, this is only day two in the free agency, and it's already these big moves. Uh, so super, super excited to see what happens. But, guys, just again, just want to go around the panel. If you guys want to give some lasting words to the fans, we're going to start off with my man, Joel. Uh, thanks for tuning in again, everybody. Uh, this is so much fun for all of us. I know uh, in the group chat with all of us, we have an absolute blast just 
sending all, sending all the stuff back and forth. Uh, yeah, we appreciate every single person who uh, chimes in, who gives us a follow, anything like that. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, we 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 hit the 150 mark on Facebook, so you know we're 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 growing at a fast pace. So let's let, let's make that goal a thousand now. So, uh, but Cody, man, what about yourself? Yeah, just that it's a lot of fun for all of us. We, I, I know I love sports. I love talking about sports. I could be on this for ten hours if if uh, there was right? enough people interested <laughs> to listen. But uh, yeah, I I just love doing this with you guys, and it's it's just a lot of fun. 100%. I know, man. It's, you know, it's so hard being, cause like I said, we could talk about this for three hours straight, but it's like, man, we got to cut it off, man. We got to cut <laughs> yeah, off at some no time. <laughs> <laughs> but my man, Mike, what about yourself, brother? Well, I want to see some uh, comments in the comment section of guess what beer I am drinking. Oh, I like that. And Let's I'll double up and I'll double up and guess what wine I'm drinking. There you and go. We'll see, who, we'll see who's the winner. We'll, we'll definitely drop it. And the next show of who the winner is. So definitely hit up the comment section to say exactly what it is. And uh, who knows? The, the double winner we might pull onto the podcast one time. So uh, you definitely want to show your face there. But, um, guys, again, we love you guys. Uh, you know, this is always fun. Super excited to see what happens afterwards. Again, like us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And subscribe on YouTube at the Pigskin Panel. But this has been me, AJ Lavender, my man Joel Braga, Cody McGuire, and Mike Sharp, the Pigskin Panel. Peace out, everybody. Deuces.